Welcome to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, your source for everything you need to go from unfocused wantrepreneur to action-taking, money-making entrepreneur. Now, your host, Brian Lofermento. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? It's Brian Lofermento here, your host for the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. And I know I probably say this at the beginning of almost every single episode, but I am super excited. I am so very excited for today's episode of the podcast because we're gonna be talking about a topic that I've personally wrestled with and faced throughout my entire, coming up on 10 years of being an entrepreneur. And I'll tell you what, every single entrepreneur in the entire world and further than that every single person in the entire world wrestles with what we're going to talk about here today so whether you're at the beginning stages of your business or you're still just daydreaming about your business or you are an established entrepreneur it doesn't matter today's episode is really going to hit hard i know that for a fact because today i'm going to be talking about how you can control what happens in your life, how you can control what your destiny is, how you can control what your success is, how you can control what your world is. And I know that those are really big claims, but I hope by the end of today's episode, you're gonna see why I make such big claims about those things, because you literally can decide today what your world is like and what your experience is like and what your future is gonna hold for you. Now, I want to preface this entire episode by saying by no means am I into manifestations or positive affirmations or any of those things. Not that I don't think that they work because I think that they totally do work and we're probably going to cross into the realm of some of those things here in today's episode, mostly just because, I don't know, as a 27-year-old guy, it's never necessarily been my MO. Like No one's ever sat me down and really talked to me enough about those things for me to actually understand it and embrace it and dive into those worlds. But at a really high level, I definitely understand what manifesting your future and what manifesting things looks like. And so I've probably inadvertently used those principles throughout my not only 27 years of living, but decade as an entrepreneur. And I want to share some of the most powerful mindset shifts I've had as a result of those things. The way that I'm gonna do that here today is I'm gonna read you a couple of excerpts from this amazing book that I read pretty recently. It's by Genevieve Davis, and she wrote the book called Advanced Magic, A Course in Manifesting an Exceptional Life. Now, I read it because I always read business books, and I always wanna see what's inspiring entrepreneurs, what's motivating them, what's getting them results, And Genevieve Davis's work always pops up amongst all entrepreneurs. And I'm talking about multiple seven-figure entrepreneurs, eight-figure entrepreneurs. They talk about Genevieve's work. And so I said, you know what? There's something to her books. Let me dive in and see what's inside. And I'm just going to start off. We're only a couple minutes into this episode, but I'm going to start off by asking or by reading an excerpt right away. And then I'm going to start talking about it. So here's the excerpt. Let me ask you a question. Why do you believe the things you do? For most people, the answer is that they believe what they see or that their beliefs come from their experience of life. I ask you to accept, at least on faith for now, that things are actually completely the other way around. Your experience of life comes from what you believe. Look around. Our lives, by and large, accurately reflect the beliefs we hold. Beliefs create your world. You don't believe what you see, you see what you believe. 
So that's a really powerful excerpt from Genevieve Davis's book. And I want to extrapolate that and talk about my own entrepreneurial journey. And hopefully, as I'm talking, you start picturing your own entrepreneurial journey and your own life, and you start realizing where your beliefs are and where you can change them and where you can improve them. I've struggled with this, I mean, my entire entrepreneurial journey because I started my first business, my first real business, when I was 19. And I had the belief in my head of, yeah, 19-year-olds, we can start businesses, but nobody's going to take us seriously. So I didn't take myself seriously. That was the world that I created for myself when I started my soccer blog back in 2008. So that's when I was 19. I just, I was doing it for fun and I didn't treat it like a business. But more and more, I started saying, you know what, what if, what if people did read this thing? Like, what would they actually want to see on the website? What would it look like if I was a real entrepreneur, if this was a real business? And then fast forward, so I started it in June of 2008. In November of 2008, out of the blue, this company in Seattle emailed me and they said, hey, we wanna advertise on your website, what's the price? And that, that took me back. I mean, I had never looked at it as a real business. I didn't think people would pay me. So I didn't know what to charge him. So I just made up a price. I said, 200 bucks and I'll show your ad on my website for a month. And that's exactly what happened. So that first $200 changed the way that I thought a lot. But even then, I mean, I never wanna pretend that it was literally just this instant switch and all of a sudden I had a real business because by no means was it like that. I mean, I went years without making you know my first $10,000. But then it's these mindset shifts that I kept going through and that's what kept propelling me to the next level was the next step. I saw my friends in the industry. I saw my friends with other soccer blogs who were getting massive advertisers like Adidas and Umbro and Nike and all these big companies. And I remember sitting there in my college dorm room saying, man, how cool would that be? If only I wasn't sitting here in a college dorm room, if only I had some big office, if I was based in London and I was running the soccer website, then I could get those advertisers like Adidas and Nike. So that was the belief that I had. Think about what I was telling myself. I was telling myself that those sorts of advertising deals and advertisers and partnerships were out of my league for no good reason. It's just I had that belief in my head. So remember that the excerpt that I read you. It's not that I saw somewhere that Adidas wasn't willing to advertise on websites run by college kids sitting in their dorm rooms. My belief didn't come from what I actually saw. What I saw came from my beliefs. I had made it up in my head that the likes of Adidas and Nike wouldn't give me money or wouldn't even acknowledge who I was because I felt small. I made myself feel and seem small because I had that belief in my head. Now, once I got rid of those beliefs, and you know what, it's probably really helpful if at this point I start telling you how I got over those beliefs. So in that particular case, I just started reaching out to all these bloggers and I said, hey, tell me your story. Like, how the heck did you get Adidas to advertise? And they almost always said the exact same thing. Well, I just emailed somebody else who already had Adidas advertising and I asked them, what's your contact's name in Adidas because I'd love to reach out. And I was just like, holy cow, like that's literally all you have to do is reach out and ask. And then I finally found this Irish blogger who also had a soccer blog. And he told me that he just locked up a big advertising deal with Adidas. And he said, so he was my age as well. And he said that he just emailed them, introduced himself, sent him the link to his website and said, hey, would you guys be willing to to pay me $5,000? I'll run your latest video campaign. That was it. And so this is a guy named Cathal. I'm forever indebted to Cathal. He was one of my closest 
online relationships of people that I worked with when I was growing my business. Cathal did an amazing job at helping me along the way. Same age as me. We were both 20 years old when we were doing our soccer websites and never met him in person. He's in Ireland. I was always in the United States, but we helped each other along the way. And so that's what really reshaped my beliefs was I looked for other examples of other people doing it. No matter what your situation is, let's say you are blind, let's say you don't speak English. Well, if you don't speak English, I don't know how you're listening right now, but let's say you don't speak English or let's say that you are absolutely broke and you have the thoughts in your head that nobody can grow a business if they're blind or if they don't speak English or if they're broke. Look for examples that shatter those beliefs because I promise you, whatever your situation is, this is a big point, whatever your situation is, somebody has succeeded in the same or a very similar situation. That's why I love reading books like Damon John, for example, who's one of the sharks on Shark Tank. He's the guy that started FUBU, that athletic, or not athletic, that clothing company. It initially started out of New York City. Now it's a massive, massive clothing and apparel company. And Damon John started FUBU in his mom's apartment. They were broke. They I mean, Damon John grew up with a shattered family, didn't necessarily have a great upbringing, definitely didn't have money, but he had the right beliefs. He had the right attitude. And he said, you know what? Even if I just start stitching t-shirts and selling them out on the beach and selling them out on the streets, I can grow a business. And it's a good thing that Damon John had that belief because he believed it, so he went out and did it. So it's your beliefs that create your world. Let me read the next excerpt for you. So again, this excerpt is from the book Advanced Magic by Genevieve Davis. Here's the next excerpt. She says, But the type of person you are is intricately tied up with what you believe. Your beliefs inform what you think, do, and say. Your tendencies, your preferences, the friends you keep, the job you do, the sensibilities and opinions you hold. You could almost say that you are your beliefs. And as we know, your world is just a reflection of the person you are. So by changing your beliefs, you literally, not merely in some hypothetical, metaphorical, or spiritual sense, but actually and physically change your world. I want you to actually think about that. If you're anything like early 20s me, then you might immediately dismiss it and say, oh my gosh, Brian, this is some woo-woo stuff. Like, How does this have to do with actually becoming an entrepreneur and making a lot of money in running your own business? But it really does. And the deeper you go into your entrepreneurial journey, the more and more you're going to experience this. I'll take you back to 2012 when I started my web design and search engine optimization agency in Boston with a business partner of mine. So at first, we were playing the small ball game because we had convinced ourselves, we literally just manufactured this belief out of nowhere that people wouldn't pay us tens of thousands of dollars because one, we were 23 years old, so age was one limiting belief, Two, because we didn't have a name in the industry because we didn't have any existing clients or anything. We were just starting out. And three, because who were we? There were so many other bigger, better agencies out there and everybody would be hiring them. So those are the beliefs that we had. We went into it back in 2012, 2013 with those beliefs. And so we were playing small. Our first website, we sold for $1,000. We were thrilled about it at the time because that's what we thought we were worth. 
but $1,000 minus the costs of actually creating a website and then split two ways. I mean, both of us made probably like $400 before taxes on that first website deal. And it took us two to three weeks of actually creating the website. So that's not great money at all. I mean, we were thrilled with it, but in hindsight, we were playing very small. And the reason why we were playing so small is because we were playing at the level that our beliefs were at. That's where our beliefs were at. So we asked for $1,000 and that's what we got. Fast forward a few months though. Actually, I'm gonna use the drastic example. Fast forward one year because I can very clearly, I'll never forget a meeting that we had a year later where my business partner and I were sitting in the parking lot of a company that we were due to meet with the CEO and the CFO, a much bigger company, because at that point, our beliefs kept increasing and rising and going to the next level over the course of the, the next year. So finally, we found ourselves in the parking lot of this company who we knew for a fact, because we had researched them, that they did $15 million in revenue per year. And so we sat there in the parking lot and we said, okay, we can't play small anymore. We got this meeting. And by the way, we only got the meeting because our beliefs said that, hey, we're ready for the next level. So sure enough, we went out and we chased these companies. So we sat in the parking lot and we said, no more playing small. What price are we going to say when the CEO asks us how much we want to charge them? And we had previously been doing website deals for $2,000 or $3,000, which we thought was amazing because that's double or triple our prices that we started out with. But that day in the parking lot, we just looked at each other and we said, you know what? Let's just say $8,000. And it felt crazy at the time. But we went in there and we gave an awesome presentation because we asked ourselves, and, and it wasn't something that we said out loud, it was just something that we thought about. We asked ourselves at that point, if we were the type of company that people want to throw $8,000 at, what would we do? How would we act? How would we speak? How would we hold ourselves? And that's the thing is that by putting that belief into our brains, we acted and we were the type of company that could charge $8,000. I'll tell you what, nothing changed. Nothing inherently changed between my business partner and I and our business, between charging $1,000 and $8,000. Literally, the only thing that changed was our belief pattern and our beliefs. Because once we believed that we could charge $8,000, all of a sudden we started acting like it. So if you want to actually be an entrepreneur, and maybe you're sitting there listening to this episode, and you're saying, well, Brian, I don't feel like an entrepreneur. I don't feel like I could charge eight grand or $1,000. Maybe you're sitting there saying, I can't charge $1,000. Like, who's going to pay me that? Change those beliefs. Where did you get that belief from that you can't charge somebody $8,000? Because I'll tell you what, you didn't get that from the world. The world didn't give you that belief because there are people just like you who today and I promise you they're no more qualified or they're no more of an expert than you are, but they're out there charging people $10,000 to de design a website or $10,000 to do X service, whatever your service or your business is, fill the blanks in for you. There are people out there doing it today. So it's not the world that is giving you those beliefs. It's you creating those beliefs. And because you've created that belief, that's the way you're living your life. I mean, I had the belief, I'll extrapolate it even outside of business so that you can start to see how this really controls your entire life. I mean, we're talking about controlling your entire world here today on this episode. I've always had the belief, I absolutely hate running. I mean, in high school, I was a sprinter. I've played soccer my entire life, so that's more sprinting. 
I was never a midfielder. I was always a forward. So that was primarily sprinting for me. So I've always had the belief of I've never been a good distance runner and I can't run distance very well. But lately, especially over the past two to three years, I've gotten that out of my head. And I said, let me just entertain the thought. Let me just entertain the belief of what if I was a good runner? What would I do if I was a good runner? Well, chances are I'd probably just get some good running shoes, hit the streets and run five miles. And let's see what that looks like. And I feel like we always allow ourselves to fall into the trap of thinking that things are hard. We've been conditioned really well by society to believe that certain things are hard. But I'm here to tell you something today. They're only as hard as you make them. Things are only as hard as you make them. Now, I don't like to advertise this fact very much, but I'm going to tell you a little secret about my book, Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur. It's 160 pages. It's what I think is pure gold. I know a lot of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs around the country and around the world agree with me. They've gotten a lot of help from the book. They've started their businesses from the book. I love seeing what sort of businesses have been sparked by people who have read the book and finally taken action. But let me tell you a secret about that book. I haven't necessarily talked about this openly or publicly before, but the book came as a result. First of all, it was a message that was inside of me for many, many years, much like this podcast, which is why I started this podcast. But when it comes to the book, I've always known that I started that I wanted to write a book. But I always had the belief that one, you need to go the traditional publisher route and write these big proposals and you have to have a name and you already have to have an audience and you have to have some credentials, you have to have your master's degree, all these all these really dumb things, I'll throw it out there, all these dumb things that I made myself believe and I don't know where I got those beliefs from because it certainly wasn't from the world. Because if you look at books around the world, none of those things are true, like literally anybody can write a book. But society has trained us all to believe that these things are hard and they are as hard as you want to make them out to be. So I thought that writing a book was hard. So back in October of 2015, I went to this event, super incredible event. It's called Awesomeness Fest. And basically, it's an invite only, a cap application only event held in various locations around the world and it's just 350 super high level super successful super motivated entrepreneurs that go to this event every single year it's held twice a year so in October 2015 I went to my first awesomeness fest down in Costa Rica and on the first day excuse me on the first day the guy on stage, his name's Vishen Lakiani. He's the CEO of Mind Valley, and he's the one that creates the entire event and hosts it. He said to all 350 of us in the audience, he said, raise your hand if you've published a book. And I looked around the room, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm in the minority here. I'm probably one out of 10% of people here who have not written a book. Look at all these people around me who I had been networking with and hanging out with over the past past few hours before the opening session when Vishen asked that question. And I was like, these are normal people. Like I connected with them really well. I really liked where their heads were at. And I realized that they had similar upbringings to me and similar entrepreneurial backgrounds. So when Vishen asked that question, I was just like, oh my gosh, why have I not written a book? And then I knew it. It's because I tricked myself into believing that writing a book is hard. So 
I went the rest of the conference and I couldn't get it out of my head. All these normal people who are in the same room as me, who have had the same journey as me, who have had a similar upbringing to me, are all published book authors. So when I got home from Costa Rica, I said, you know what? Why do I believe that writing a book is hard? Let me just do it. I've got this message in my head. So I took the next, and this is the part that I don't talk about often. I took the next 13 days. I locked myself in my bedroom and I wrote the book. And that's it. 13 days later, I had written a 160-page book that has brought value and given value to so many entrepreneurs around the world. The book has gone to almost all 50 of the United States. It's so cool seeing how many people it's impacted, but that has only happened because I questioned that belief of why can't I write a book? Basically, when I got home from Costa Rica, I came home with the belief of I can write a book. And it's not that hard because I just met all these people who have already done that. I forgot about the fact that writing a book was supposed to be hard. So whatever belief system you have in your mind today, you always have to remember, your beliefs create your world. Whatever your beliefs are, if you think you're too young, if you think you're too old, if you think you're too stupid, if you think you're too smart, if you think you're too busy, if you think you don't know enough, if you think you don't have the necessary resources, whatever you think is creating your reality. Not only when it comes to your business, but when it comes to your life. Whatever your beliefs are, that's the world that you see. If you want to trick yourself into believing that entrepreneurs are lucky and come from privileged backgrounds, guess what? That's going to create your reality. And then you're never going to become something of yourself as an entrepreneur because you've always had that belief. Change that belief. My belief, I, I try to, this is like if you ask me to summarize all of my beliefs into one, this is the biggest belief that I have. Anything is possible. And it sounds like a cliche, but I every single day remind myself anything is possible. And I look for examples as to why anything is possible. I don't look for examples as to why things are impossible because if that was my belief, I would find examples of that belief being true. It's called the confirmation bias. It's just human psychology. We like to, once we have a hypothesis, we like to confirm or we like to find evidence that confirms that hypothesis. So it's just human nature. So look for things that confirm the fact that anything is possible. It will change your world, it'll change your life, it'll change your business. And the last excerpt that I wanna leave you with is that, this. so this is by Genevieve Davis again, here's the excerpt, she says, beliefs are not created by the world. The world is created by your beliefs. So that was a really powerful excerpt right there. Beliefs are not created by the world. The world is created by your beliefs. Okay, so that's super powerful. So I want you to listen to this episode and start working on your own belief systems. Why do you believe that you can't be the next success story? Why do you believe that you can't grow the business of your dreams? Whatever those beliefs are, I promise you, they're totally made up inside your head. If you believe you don't have enough case studies, if you believe you don't have enough success stories, yeah, you could create that reality and you could let those things hold you back. But I invite you here today. The world is created by your beliefs. Build your beliefs that anything is possible and you can do whatever it is that you want to do. 
I hope you got a lot of benefit from this episode here today. I know it's 20 three, 24 minutes almost of me talking about beliefs and beliefs are not necessarily a tangible thing. But these are the mindset things that drive entrepreneurs. And most often, these are the mindset things that hold entrepreneurs back from becoming entrepreneurs. So really focus in on those beliefs. And remember, beliefs are not created by the world. The world is created by your beliefs. If you enjoyed this episode, what I would love for you to do is hit that subscribe button. We're still a brand new podcast. Chances are by the time you're listening to this, we're still very new. So hit that subscribe button. Leave me a five-star rating and review within the podcast's app or within iTunes. Let me know what you think of the show. Tell me where you're at in your entrepreneurial journey and tell me something that you've learned from this podcast because I read every single review and I'll tell you what, that is going to give me the motivation and the willpower and the desire and the determination to keep putting out awesome content for you three days a week. So go on, hit subscribe, leave me a five-star rating and review, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode of the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.